Hey, Dr. Mike here. Do you ever wonder how your body determines whether inflammation is good or dangerous? Stay tuned to find out and what nutrients keep this all in check. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, I'm Dr. Mike. Welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, and my co host is Dr. Crystal. Hi, Dr. Crystal. Good to see you. Hello. So, um, I think people sometimes forget that inflammation actually can be good. We talk about it in so many bad ways, right? That um, so in my teaser, you know, I was, you know, the you know, inflammation good versus dangerous. I mean, yeah, and the body kind of knows how to handle that. So give us a little rundown of of that balance of good versus dangerous when it comes to inflammation. Yes, well, inflammation is the body's approach to healing. So yes, we do need some amount of inflammation. If there is a pathogen trying to get in, you need the body to mount an immune response. Inflammation is is involved with helping to kind of get some of those immune cells to the site of need. Uh, So yes, we need inflammation and the body really fine tunes this. Now, what's the problem is chronic inflammation. This low level systemic inflammation. And that's what most that's that's what most physicians, naturopathic doctors, um, doctors of clinical nutrition, right? When we talk about inflammation being on the dangerous side, that's what we're we're talking about chronic level exactly. of inflammation. We've said this before that chronic inflammation is a common denominator of many age-related disorders, right? Not Absolutely. inflammation itself. Correct. Right. So we want a little bit of inflammation. And we just, we got to know when to turn it off a little bit, right? Is that kind of right. what we need? Yeah. Yes, the body needs to know when to turn it off, uh, on, and the body needs to know when to shut it down. You know, when the threat is gone, the inflammation needs Ooh, to go away as well. Slow it down, right? Yeah, and it's that inflammation that hangs around that we can start seeing the damage to cells and tissues and, and, and what have you. So you um, have brought up a very interesting nutrient, Um I actually find this to be a fascinating nutrient, not really so much on the inflammation side of it, but because of allergies. But we're going to focus on this nutrient more about balancing inflammation, and that is black cumin. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, black cumin is a nutrient that works on both ends of the spectrum. And that's why, you know, I I felt like this would be a good nutrient for us to talk about. Do you know that black cumin has been mentioned in many ancient texts? It's one of the most ancient herbal remedies. Yes, I've heard that seeds of blessing, something like that, right? That was an old, old name found in some old, old book, (laughs) basically. Yeah. The seeds of blessing. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. Uh, So traditionally it has been used, uh, I feel like since the beginning of time to treat uh, many diseases before, you know, there was the research and the scientific advancements and technologies to be able to really understand what it's doing, but they knew it was doing something. They knew it was good for the respiratory system, the digestive tract, kidney health, liver health. Let's be honest, we we tend to think of ancient cultures and civilizations as not being smart enough or whatever, right? But but over and over again, natural medicine with, with new research is proving those ancient cultures to be right in so many ways when it comes to health. 
Isn't that interesting? Very true. Very true. So, you know, cumin, I guess we should kind of clear up a little bit because this right. is not the typical cumin that you buy in the store, although it can be used as a spice, but this is not, you know, the, the right. So the, so the cumin, the cumin I have in my spice rack, which I do, I like cumin. Cumin is really good with like, um, uh, meats and stuff like that, uh, fish, what have you. So I do use cumin, but that's not that the cumin I have is not black cumin that we're specifically talking about here, right? Completely different uh, species, different types of, of herbs. The cumin that you're using is more in the carrot family. And this is, and this is more in like the buttercup uh, species. And this is the form that has, you know, potent anti-inflammatory, but immunomodulatory properties as well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to talk about modulatory, right? Because I think that's an important word. But before we do, so black cumin in general, though, although you said it could be used as a spice, I get, I guess it's not, it, it's not really used in the culinary world that much, right? I mean, we're really talking about something that's in supplement form, um, I know the oil is very benefit, so maybe people can do stuff with that, but we're not really, we're really talking about supplementation. Yes, we are. Yeah. And, and the supplementation is kind of where you see the studies. I mean, hundreds of studies showing antifungal, antibacterial, even, you know, targeting parasite activity. Yeah, that's body. pretty cool. Yeah. I noticed one of the research studies you listed here is is in line with how I've always thought of black cumin, and that's allergic rhinitis. Right. Yes. That's actually that's basically your allergies, runny nose, what have you, itchy eyes. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, there's a lot of good research around black cumin for that. But let's go, let's go back to this immune modulating thing, right? We mm -hmm. um, you know, we, you know, people when because I think and I think our industry sometimes kind of gets, we get trapped a little bit because a lot of people talk about immune boosting, immune stimulating and stuff like that. And I, and it gives people this idea that we're just turning on the immune system. And some people are like, well, is that, can that be dangerous? Can you overdo that? Is that where autoimmune disorders come from? Right. So right. I think modulating is a better word for, for, for nutrients like black cumin. What do you think? Yes, I think it's you're absolutely right. I we it has been shown to kind of turn down the immune system whenever it is overacting and a lot of that has to do with some of the cell signaling molecules that um that black human helps to target and 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 is helping to increase some of the 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 molecules that says, "Hey, wait, Let's slow down this immune system. Slow it down, bring it down a little bit. Exactly. Come on now. Let's don't get too excited. Yeah. So I like that immune mod modulating effects uh, with the anti-inflammatory effects. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, the audience knows this, but, you know, inflammation can be can be produced in many different pathways. Right. It's not always just one pathway, one enzyme mm -hmm. that produces inflammation and it's interesting. I know the research you did shows that black cumin can influence multiple pathways of developing inflammation, right? Yes. And, and sometimes we call it, we use the term um, upstream and downstream. And, uh, and that basically refers to, you know, if you have something that's kind of working upstream, 
such as targeting NF kappa B. That is looking at um, the cell actually making immune system uh, proteins. Yeah, yeah. So like at the cellular level, the gene expression of of immune protein. So NF kappa B um, is one of those. Um, I guess it's like the director. We call it the orchestrator of inflammation yeah. in the cell. And so whenever you um, have something like black human that can suppress NF kappa B, we call that working, you know, kind of upstream in the pathway where immune system or where some of those inflammatory cells right. are proteins are made and then also working downstream with some of the kind of the metabolites of some of the um, the fatty acids like five locks and cox some of those uh, enzymes involved with making inflammatory uh, compounds in the body so we see it working you know when you look at the spectrum of inflammation it's working you know at the yeah yeah. At the root and kind of downstream, downstream. Of those yeah. products. Yeah, I like that. I like the upstream downstream idea. Um, and so so black human is kind of working all along that stream up and down. Right. That's a good <laughs> way to think of it. I want to get to that, you know, um, just to kind of summarize all this, uh, you know, black human immune modulatory anti-inflammatory effects. And the one study you have here, which I find very interesting because it's a highly inflammatory condition and autoimmune disorder called rheumatoid arthritis. Tell us about that study. Yeah, so in this study, there were 40 rheumatoid arthritis um, patients um, and they were given 500 milligrams of black human two times a day for 30 days. And the researchers saw a 42.5% of the participants had improvement in the disease activity. So we they saw the swollen joints, you know, with rheumatoid arthritis, sometimes you get the the joints in your fingers are swollen. The the entire uh, the joint capsule in the knee is sometimes just swollen. And so they saw a decrease in the number of swollen joints as well as the duration of morning mm -hmm. stiffness. Yeah, that's great. And that and that uh, so that improvement you're talking about there. I don't. I I'm not sure if you said the exact forty two point five percent. Had improvement. Of the participants. And, and that's what's really now some people may hear that and they're like, well, that's not even half. Well, you know, rheumatoid arthritis is, is very devastating. And even some of the strongest drugs we have out there, uh, many people don't get any relief uh, from. So the fact that you have a natural, safe, right, uh, mm -hmm. black cumin seed oil here, having a decent effect in rheumatoid arthritis, it does show you that it, it, it can be effective for many of these inflammatory conditions. So that's, yes. I love that. And you put a dose here, black cumin seed oil, 500 to a thousand milligrams a day, usually comes in a soft gel. Um, so again, if you're someone who's dealing with lots of sinus stuff, inflammatory conditions, you might consider black cumin seed oil to balance all that out and get some relief. Dr. Crystal, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Uh, don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com, where you can download all sorts of podcasts. You can like, share, comment, and hey, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.